The Rebrand Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Welcome to the Rebrand Podcast, a member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. This podcast tells the stories of world-changing marketing campaigns as told by the people who build them. Ready to hear untold stories behind the brands you love? Then sit back, relax, and get ready for the Rebrand. Here's the host of the Rebrand Podcast, the CEO of the Harkey Group, Scott Harkey. All right. Welcome to the Rebrand Podcast, where, as you know, we tell untold stories of world-changing brand campaigns as told by the marketers who built them. I'm your host and founder of the Harkey Group, Scott Harkey, and joining us is Paulo Ribeiro, who is the founder of Two Things, which is a brand transformation agency that focuses on active lifestyle sector. Two Things serves clients such as the North Face, Timberland, Visit Sun Valley, Mad Hippie, Converse, and Arteryx. Some of my favorite brands, so I'm super excited to have Paulo on today and talk all things lifestyle brands. Yesterday, Paul and I talked about challenges for the active lifestyle brand industry. We were all over the board, but a great conversation, you know, from days at Widen and talking Nike and Vans and Patagonia and Yeti. I mean, just all the great examples of of innovators and people doing it right and why they're doing it right and where the opportunities are. Uh, Today, let's talk a little bit more about reimagining the go-to-market strategy for lifestyle brands. We got a brand strategy guy here, Paulo Riviero. He's the founder of Two Things. We're bringing him right back. All right, man. Good to have you back. Thank you. We were way over before. We were all over the board, but it was a lot of fun. Let's talk a little bit more, maybe specifically about go-to-market strategy. What are you seeing as as the opportunity in the marketplace with lifestyle brands? And I love your your breadth of experience from you know Fortune 500s to you know other large brands that probably aren't even Fortune 5000s. Does the strategy vary based on size or, you know, what do you think? I mean, you're a brand strategy guy at your core. Give us your your playbook at, when people bring you in. I think the first thing we need to do is, you know, a lot of marketers want to sort of, for driving efficiency or just speed, want to jump right to tactics. One of the things we always counsel is we can't skip the strategy. And what that often means is being very clear on what the positioning for that brand is and the definition of the consumer. So one of the first pitfalls we often find is there is very different definitions of who the target and consumer is for the client. And just to be clear, we try to simplify and say, okay, who is your core buying consumer today? That is the consumer you want to cultivate and build a relationship with over time. And who is the audience or audiences that you aspire to connect to? They should be a little different. There should be some tension between those two things unless you have completely maximized your total addressable market, which almost no brand has. Apple being like an example in the United States, and that's why other markets are are really important to them now. So defining who the consumer is, defining who the target audience is, understanding the differences between the two, and how do you, with your positioning of your brand, how do you hope to connect to them? The next step then is to come up with an idea based on sort of the business goals at at the time. And so the obvious pitfall related to the conversation we had earlier 
is your marketing mix should not be the same as your competitors. And if you're executing on a strategy, the idea that you're developing should lead you to what that go-to-market plan and rollout plan is. And I'll explain what that is, but this is another issue when clients want to jump right to, okay, we've got, we've already bought the media. We kind of know what our launch plan will be. Can you just go paint within that box? You've already limited the execution of the strategy. So your question was, where do we start? We start by not skipping the strategy, defining the position of the brand, understanding who we're trying to connect with and who we've already got, come up with an idea to accelerate that growth into that target audience. And based on that idea, figure out what the investment mix is and what the plan is over time. We literally do that is in through iterative creative development and put that on a calendar. So when we're presenting ideas, we're saying, okay, here's the core of the idea and the message that it should contain. And then therefore, here's how it's going to come to life in real life, at retail, on digital media. How is that story going to unfold over time? We put that on a calendar as we're presenting ideas, we're showing sort of how will the consumer or consumers be experiencing that. And then a core part of our strategy is, you know, the stories you tell, if you do something different, it will change the stories that you tell. What do you, what do you mean by that? I love that. Can we dive in deeper to the last thing you said? If you yeah. do something different, it'll change the stories you will tell. Yeah. So I, I think this is also related to the conversation we were having earlier. You know, when working with Gatorade and we were turning around that business, it was well, the positioning is not just hydration, it's we fuel sport performance. So we're also going to make food and digital products and launch the G series. And now what stories can we tell? We could talk about before the game and preparation. We could talk about during the game and how you drive energy. We could talk about like the fourth quarter and like, so you don't bulk how you can rehydrate and make sure you've got enough for when the game's on the line. Well, those, those are very different stories than just, hey, if you've been sweating a lot, let's get you back and hydrated, right? And every brand that grows and innovates is constantly, you know, we, one of the things we talk about internally and with my partners is, you know, a brand positioning is an organic thing. It's changing. So do you understand the core of what always has to be true? And then how can that expression change as you go through the years and decades so that you have more and more opportunity to expand. I'm taking notes. I love this. But a couple of things I, I, I wanted to bring up, and we're going to cut this second one here a little short, but we're going to bring Paulo back because this is the exact content. Like this is my favorite, perfect content for what this show is all about, which is just getting better at marketing, getting better at brand strategy. And, and a couple of things I want to say, I, I love what you said about who you have today and who you want. And that will address the position of your brand. And your whole goal is accelerating growth. And the other thing that you said that, that I'm taking, like literally taking notes here with my Sharpie, the, the position, it's changing, it's evolving. It's, it's almost like a human organism that is evolving over time for, for growth and innovation. And if you're doing that, if you're taking who you have and who you want, there's no way that you could be doing the same things as your competitors. You will automatically have differentiation is kind of what I'm hearing. And it shouldn't be like a thing where you're always thinking about, are you differentiated? Well, you should be because you're evolving who you are and, and where you can compete today as a brand with who you want to be and what the position is will automatically have differentiation in, in some degree. Am I getting that right? 
Yes, that's right. But there, there's also some really simple tests you can do to apply to this, both both in terms of what's the understanding right now across sort of a marketing organization and what are the opportunities, right? So like some questions that we might ask that are totally like data-driven, quantitative questions is who's your, demographically, who's your current core buying customer? Correct. What's the lifetime value of that customer? What are the key products that they buy from you, right? So how much revenue can you get from them over time? What are the things that they're buying? Who are they? Where are they in the country or in the world, right? These are very simple things to answer. You can contrast those against a target audience that like perhaps a marketing or advertising team has defined as, you know, based on the media that they're using or the events that they're sponsoring, whatever, right? Those, you can, you can have the same list of, of dynamics, right? Who are those people that consume that media? Where are they located? What kinds of products might they buy? from your immediate competitive set or others. So you can see the gaps between the customer we already have and the one that we want to connect to. Right there, there's attention, which drives all good strategy and creative ideas. But often, immediately, there's some crystal clear opportunities, which, to your point, would change the kind of channels that you use and the times of year that you're investing in marketing and the kind of stories you're telling and what products you put in front of them, right? This is super easy to get like a basic lay of the land. All the interesting work comes in once you've identified that gap in opportunity, that tension. And again, it can be documented. So here's what we're going to do. I, I'm going to have you back. And I, I want to talk about almost like step-by-step -step brand strategy, because this is pure gold. And the thing that really sticks out that I've double starred here on my notes before I let you go is tension drive strategy. It all goes back to what you've learned at Widen that, and I agree with you, the, the best way to get amazing creative and amazing strategy is, is tension. And I tell people in my agencies all the time, like if people are having heated arguments and debates and there's, there is tension at times, that's a good thing. That's what we should be doing because we're, we're working hard. We're stress testing what consumers are going to be attached to. So, man, I love this. I know you got to go. Man, big, big thanks, Paulo, for coming on. We're going to bring you back probably in the next couple of weeks or something. We'll, we'll get on your nice schedule and we're going to dive more into brand strategy. So big thanks for coming on. Where can people, best way to have people to connect with you on LinkedIn or on your website or? Yeah, my website, two things.co, T-W-O-T-H-I-N-G-S dot C-O or hit me up, Paulo, P-A-U-L-O at two things.co. All right. Thanks, brother. If you didn't have a chance to take notes, as you know, everything's at rebrandpod.com. Or you can find me on social media. It's just at Scott Harkey. And I'm pretty much anywhere you'd want to be. So LinkedIn, probably the best, given that we're all business people here. But uh, you can find me on Instagram and TikTok and all the other stuff. So thanks for all the support. Love this marketing audience. Having a blast doing this. Thanks for just great guests coming on and just having you know, like real marketing, fun conversations. So remember, we try to publish every day during the work week. The last couple months, thanks for bearing with me. Probably been a little more spotty given the holidays. But again, thanks for the support. That's it for today. Remember, it's never too late to rebuild, reboot, or rebrand. 